coming to you live from Race City, USA. It's Blind Spotting, a NASCAR podcast from a fresh, personal, and blue collar take. Race reviews, race previews, the latest news, and more. And now, your hosts, Michael Colbert, Andrew Coates, and Travis Sherrill. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Blind Spotting. I can't believe it. We are at episode 90 tonight. Mm-hmm. Travis Sherrill live in the Cottle Creek compound. Michael Colbreth is alongside. And our, our, our third compadre, Andrew, is on a, uh, he's on assignment, I guess we can say. Oh, yeah. Uh, up in Chicago, uh, curing cancer. The- <laughs> He really is. Yes. That sounds like a joke. I, it, he, <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but, he but really it's does not. Do that. He, yeah, uh, that's what he does. Works for a pharmaceutical company that, uh, yeah, he's he's probably curing cancer. Yeah, pro- well, let's hope so. That'd be great yeah. if he was. Uh, yeah, up in the Windy City a few weeks uh, after the road course, uh, not, not melee, uh, the... Uh, uh, torrential downpour and then yes. the, a, a pretty good race up there so maybe he's uh curing cancer and scouting out uh a possible road course locations for next year yeah maybe he's maybe. secretly working for nascar he, well, i'd like to think that well, well he, you know he did get denied yep. his technical director job he did, so but he's not one to give up no so he, i can see that he uh, he will maybe. not give up uh, that's right before we get into the um duties at hand tonight michael i know uh and i and i witnessed this Every single week, but I know a couple of weeks ago I surprised you and Andrew with some bread, some mm-hmm. uh, some homemade sourdough bread mm-hmm. from my grandmother, and you boys, uh, it was fantastic. You, you tore it up. I mean, you didn't um, even. I started eating it here. Yeah, you you started eating it here. I know Andrew uh, was eating it the next morning, and I think you and and, and your family were oh, as yeah. well. Um, it was phenomenal. Yes. yes. So thank you, grandmother. So uh, some right? some, it was some your good bread. Yes. It was, and it was good it, just tearing it off the loaf. It was good um, whether you took it off and heat it up in the microwave. I like to take bread like that and slice it and then put a little butter on it and just toast it in the in the oven, like broil oh, yeah. it. Just slightly brown, melt. Oh, God, it's so good, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it right now, my mouth is watering. But, yeah, that was uh, that was delicious. I yeah. really appreciate uh, you sharing that with us. It was sure. great. And it was hot when you got it, which I think makes it 10 times better. It was. That was made it 10 times more difficult not to eat it on the way home. Yes. Which yeah. I did steal another bite on the way home. <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie about that. All and right. I just want to say, I just got back on Sunday oh, from yeah. a week in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. So for those of you that don't listen, or I'm sorry, that listen, that aren't from North Carolina, the Outer Banks are barrier islands down the coast in the ocean that's uh, it's just a phenomenal place. I hadn't been in over 20 years, and last time I went, I was with a school group, and so this time I was with my family and another family, and just, it is a beautiful place, and I highly recommend, if you like to a vacation spot where you can just kind of get away from it, and you really feel like you are away from but but plenty of things to do, uh, plenty of outdoor things to do. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful area, and, and loved being down there, and I can't wait to go back again, so I just wanted to give the Outer Banks... A shout out Cape Hatteras. We saw drove up to Duck and Corolla. Didn't get to see the horses, but did see the Curatuck Lighthouse, which was also impressive. Doesn't get as much attention as Hatteras and Ocracoke, 
but it's a beautiful lighthouse in its own right. So just a you know beautiful area. Really enjoy being down there. Just wanted to mention that. Sure. All right. So before we get into uh, previewing Michigan, I want to start by talking about the Hall of Fame. And we now know the three inductees and the Landmark Award winner uh, who will be honored in January of 2024. And to no surprise, Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss on their first year on the ballot are going into the Hall of Fame. And the um, Pioneer member going into the Hall of Fame is Donnie Allison, owner of 10 NASCAR Cup Series victories. And, you know, unfortunately for Donnie, maybe fortunately for NASCAR, I think for for younger fans, the thing that Donnie is most known for is <laughs> the fight mm-hmm. in 1979 at the Daytona 500, the first flag-to-flag nationally televised race uh, in NASCAR history. Uh, the one thing I wanted to mention, though, about Jimmy Johnson, how does he not go in as a unanimous selection? Uh, there were four people, I believe, mm-hmm. that did not. Was Canals unanimous? Him. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I can see that maybe not because sometimes yeah. you know he he his personality can be a little yeah. off putting. But Jimmy Johnson's is not, no. and the only thought on that is I, for those four people. You kind of like if you were voting for the Baseball Hall of Fame and the whole steroid issue a few years back and say, hey, regardless of what these guys, we feel like their accomplishments were tainted. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there were really anything anything major that sticks out in my mind that uh, that Jimmy and Chad did. that w- Seven titles, and was it four, five in a row? Four five in a row? row? Five in a row. Five in a row. 2006 to 2010. You had to, if you were cheating or doing something that uh, heinous, I don't know how you don't get called in five years. I mean, they were, yeah. he was so good everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only thing I could think of is why someone would vote for him if they thought they were doing something underhanded and getting away with it that led to those victories. I don't know. It, we'll, we'll, we'll never know unless one of those four people comes out and say, hey, I was one of the four. This is why I didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up the Baseball Hall of Fame because that's the first thing that popped into my head when I found out that there were four people that didn't vote for him. Uh in the Baseball Hall of Fame, I kind of understand it because you've got a ballot that has, you know, 25 or 30 names on it, and you get to put 10 um, on your ballot. And uh, members on that ballot don't reach 5%. They fall off the ballot. That's not how it works in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. There's not a percentage that you have to have in order to get in. It's They gather in a room at the Hall of Fame and debate. They tell stories about all the people that are going in. And, you know, it's it's good, I think, because for younger people that are on the ballot, you don't know as much about a Banjo Matthews or even a Donnie Allison mm. or a Janet Guthrie, the Landmark Award winner. And for older people who may have, you know, tuned out of the sport for a little bit, they get to hear stories from uh you know the the previous year's cup champion 
about a Jimmy Johnson, about a Chad Knauson, about the competitor that they were, and about how fair they were when they were in the sport. So I kind of like the way that NASCAR does it. I didn't know any of that. Really? I did not realize that, yeah. that that's how it was done. I did not. I, there were some pictures that day on um, Twitter or whatever X, mm-hmm. whatever it's called now, <laughs> of people that were tweeting out their pictures from, oh, well, it's voting day, it's ballot day. And it looked like they were kind of sitting at a table and there were other people around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the part in the room. But that's really all I knew. I didn't know they brought in people and they <laughs> told stories. And so did they did like a show of hand. I mean, I, I know there's ballots and yeah. you mark your ballot. So, Is it, it, so it's, clear, a, secret, it's yeah. a secret ballot. Um, and they have a, I don't know what those, what are those, the organizations that tabulate votes or, or it's the like same Price type. Waterhouse. Yeah. Something, that does the something Oscars. like that. Yeah. They, they have those accounting firms. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. There yep. you go. That's what I was looking for. They have an accounting firm and you don't have, you don't vote until after the discussion is held because you. You know, and I think for most of the people on the voting panel, they pretty much know going in who they're going to vote for. But I have heard some instances where some opinions had changed, you know, because they found out something about somebody that they Mm. didn't know. And they're like, wow, that's, you know, that's Hall of Fame worthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what we're what we're losing or what's getting lost here. Janet Guthrie was the landmark award winner. Uh, Janet Guthrie was uh, the first woman to run, I believe, in NASCAR. Is that... Anyway, she... I, I don't know. I'm not she sure. She was pretty... She deserves the award. I, I'll put it that way. And I and I, I should um, know Definitely more, a trailblazer. more about her. Um, but certainly, certainly a trailbra- trailblazer. Easy for me to say. Not so much for her success on track, but just... The, the things that she did to open doors to women that are in the sport currently. She was the first woman to qualify for the Indianapolis 500. Okay, there you go. That's pretty cool. That's, um, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. And first woman to qualify and compete in both the Indianapolis 500 and, and I'm reading, let's see, the, uh, the Daytona, and the Daytona 500, yeah. both in the same year. Yeah, that's... 1977. That's pretty cool. She raced in three Indy 500s from 77 to 79. Also, and this is the NASCAR tie-in, she was the also the first one to lead a lap in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. She was originally an aerospace engineer. Holy oh. moly! Wow. Okay. So, so yes, yeah, pretty pretty sharp, sharp uh, cookie there. And after graduating from the University of Michigan with a physics degree in 1960, she worked with Republic Aviation. Good hmm. gracious! That alone is. It, also, include she, okay. <laughs> I'm reading off of Wikipedia. And it just keeps getting better. Her sports car racing career included two class wins in the famed 12 Hours of Sebring Endurance Race. I I would say... What? I wow. would say she's well-deserving Absolutely. of the Absolutely, and there's award. much, much more. Much, much more. I'll yeah. stop there, but that's... Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's, that is awesome. Yeah. So anyway, okay. yeah. that's right. cool about the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm glad that, that those three... Gentlemen are getting in, and I'm glad that Janet is getting mm. the landmark award winner. And again, that will take place in Uptown Charlotte uh, in January of next year. Which so. is a pretty cool experience. Andrew and I went a couple years ago when Tony Stewart uh, was inducted. And you sit way back in this huge ballroom, but it's really all the Hall of Famers are there that are able to come. 
that are living and um you know you get to hear all their speeches their their induction that people introduce them it's a really fun night and i forget what it costs but it's a uh, if if you i think it's something to add to your bucket list if you've got a particular favorite uh person in motorsports and they're getting inducted i definitely go check it out at yeah. least once i think i think you would really enjoy it yeah well one of the silly season Puzzle pieces fell into place this weekend when Martin Truex Jr. announced he was going to return for the 2024 season. Shocking. <laughs> not really. I, I'm not shocked not at, at all. Not at all. No, no, uh, no. As well as he's running this year. God, and last year, about this time, we were talking, well, is he going to retire or not? Yeah. I Ooh, am, he gets called fire. I am I, not I, shocked. I, I, no. Uh, now, you know, it would have been cool for him to win a title and just be like, see ya. You know, I'm I'm gonna go ride my bass boat. I'm gonna go fishing, and he might do that. He could. He still has the options. I mean, I, I, there's a contract, sure, he signed yeah. an extension. But if he won a title this year and he said, you know what, I think I'm done. Uh, I mean, it, you can't. They can't force him to race. No. You know, he may have to return some money, but yeah. But anyway, but anyway, I think yeah. uh, the cool part to all of this is, and it, this was in the release, his contract also includes. Uh, races for his younger brother, Ryan, in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. So Ryan ran, I think it was six races earlier this year, and I uh, saw an interview with Martin er, uh, over the weekend. They're hoping to find sponsorship for Ryan to run a full season. So that would be that would be cool. Yeah, I th- yeah, I, I deservedly. He's, he's, he's had some good races. I hope he gets a, hope he gets a chance. Yeah. Did you want to talk about also the uh, the CW Network uh, I contract? Did. I did. So we've talked about, over the last several months, I guess you could say, that NASCAR's negotiating their new television contract. And the first piece of that is now in place. And I, I don't know, this came out of nowhere. I did not see this coming. Uh, I, frankly, I had to look up what the CW was. Uh, the CW Network will broadcast every Xfinity Series race beginning in 2025 through 2031. So mm-hmm. it's a, a seven-year deal. Uh, the cool thing about this is the CW Network is available to everyone that has a television. It's, it's a free over-the-air channel. Uh, the CW is owned by Nexstar. Um, <laughs> I hadn't heard of that. Yeah, I have, that the is. only thing I know about Nexstar, and it kind of hacks me off a little bit, is right now they're in a dispute with DirecTV. So there you go. Um, but you know that's kind of cool. That mm, I hope they get that resolved because DirecTV viewers would not be able to watch the races on the CW. Well, if they don't get that resolved, but they got some time. And right now they can't watch the Panthers. Yeah, so you so, guys got to go anyway, to the games. Uh, but what I was going to say is <laughs> it's cool that a series that has a slogan that says names are made here, all of their races are going to be available for free if you have a television or mm-hmm. you have a smartphone. The app, the CW app, is not authenticated, so you don't have to have a cable provider to be able to sign in and watch hmm. the races. Well, so that's very accessible. I think that's pretty cool. And... NASCAR's getting 115 million bucks a year mm-hmm. from the CW, which is a I don't know what they were getting before for the Xfinity series. I got to imagine that's a big increase. That sounds like a lot. It does, it does. sound like a for, lot. For NASCAR's second t- 
tier series. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the CW <clears throat> right now has Live Golf, and they just signed a contract to cover uh, some ACC football games. Mm, they're getting into the getting so, a little sports network. Getting into there. some sports. Absolutely. Well, that's that's exciting. Uh, happy for NASCAR. Yeah. And uh, it's because that was I. I'm not one that likes to watch it on an app on the phone. I like no, to. I'm not either. If I'm going to watch it. Well, number one, I like to watch in person, but mm-hmm. that gets expensive. Yeah. Uh, so the secondly, I do like to sit down and watch it on, on TV. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I'm glad that they worked that out, and hopefully, the Cup Series will will find some way to have it. What what's their current thing to what what year? Do you know? Twenty four. So they should so be announcing theirs. Okay. In the coming weeks and months. Let's hope so. All so, right. Yeah. Our fingers will be crossed. All right. Let's discuss the elephant in the room, mm. <clears throat> and that is. On Saturday, NASCAR announced that they had suspended uh, Legacy Motor Club driver Noah Gregson indefinitely for apparently liking an Instagram post that uh, basically made fun of the death of George Floyd. Yeah, something a tie. <clears throat> from what I saw, it was like a tie-in to the Under the Sea theme yeah. of... Uh, what what you call it, SpongeBob yeah. or something? But it yeah. was under the knee. Yes. Now there's and so just to give some context to our listeners. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of information about this, nor will there be. Um, but you know, the fact of the matter is, you can't do that. And then somebody could, like just happened to be going through, and they saw a follower of him that he noticed had liked it. Yeah. Just an obscure catch by someone that. And you're right. You can't. You cannot do that. You, you just. I don't know if he was. Do you know the time of day that this was? This just occurred to me. Like maybe it had a few. Yeah, I don't know when it happened. Yeah. Um, but NASCAR basically was forced to do this, and I think they would have done it anyway. But after the Kyle Larson event of 2019, is that when that was? When he was suspended? It's, yeah, that sounds um, about right. No, no, it was during COVID, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, in yeah. their That's right. race in 2020. 2020, yep. sorry. Uh, after that and the reaction that they took to that, I think I don't think they had much of a choice here. And actually, before NASCAR suspended him, Legacy Motor Club had already taken steps and suspended him um, for this or for last weekend's race at, at Michigan. You know what suck so, if somebody had grabbed his phone and did it and it wasn't even him? Yeah. I don't even know how you'd prove or disprove that. Yeah. But it's possible. I mean, yeah. you got to think his phone was locked, but maybe his girl, I don't, I don't know, whoever. So, oh, yeah. here, look at this. And they're flipping through and somebody li- liked it and it wasn't even him. Yeah. And just that, that's what, so, I mean, it's just my, that part of it is mind blowing to me. Yeah. And it's unfortunate too, because, you know, Noah's a likable guy. Now he's done some. Yeah, he doesn't come across as a, like, he's, that doesn't, he doesn't come across as a racist no. or a. You know, someone that's going to... Yeah, it doesn't seem... He's got a temper. He's got a bit of an attitude. Sure. But I think it's just when he feels wronged on the racetrack by anybody, regardless of their background or color. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he and Bubba Wallace have had any issues. Mm-mm. He hasn't had any racial issues in the past. Nope. Just a... If it was him, just a terrible um, error in judgment. Yeah. And uh, nothing is official yet, but it there are reports online and I've, I, we, you know, we don't want to say this before they're official, but I would be shocked if he came back to legacy motor club because, uh, they were already talking about possibly replacing him next season, which in my opinion is 
unfortunate, you know, not even keeping in mind what he did on Saturday to get suspended. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a team that has struggled. They're a team that is changing manufacturers, and I don't believe they're getting any manufacturer support from Chevrolet right now. And uh, they've got a lot of building to do uh, to to become a successful race team. And I, you know, I I guess they're going to get that from Toyota. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. It will be, but it'll be... Likely without Noah Gregson involved. Yeah, but I think he will land somewhere. I think so, and he's yeah. He everything that he's ever done in the past to, you know, to tick off people, he's learned from it, and so I definitely think he'll learn from this. Yeah. This will be a tough one. It this, will be. It's it's not now. Well, and Larson's was. I mean, yeah. Which is worse, this or Larson? I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, I'm not sure. Neither are good. No. Uh, which is which is the worst of the two? I'm not. I'm not really sure. But you know, if Larson had got a second chance, I think Noah will too. I don't think it's something that you know a guy just you know uh, he shouldn't have to just go work at Waffle House, which I know he loves going there. Right. Um, but I don't think that it, it should just ruin a guy's career over this. It's not like he pulled the trigger and killed somebody. Right. Um, it's it is horrible and it's in terrible taste, terrible judgment, as mentioned before, but. You know, he's a young kid, pro- probably had had a few beers if it was him, to say, hey, oh, that is funny. And he just didn't think about the context of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, we yep. all make mistakes, and I'm sure that he feels, um, you know, p- poorly and badly about this. Uh, so hopefully there's a positive outcome for everyone involved in the end. All right. You ready to talk some racing? Sure. All right. Sounds good. So Michigan. Michigan. And uh, let's start. I guess we'll start with Xfinity on Saturday. Um, John Hunter Nemechek spun, came back to win. He's 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 pretty. He's got a horseshoe stuck up his rear end. Yeah, I mean he, he's got <laughs> five wins on the yeah. season now. And again, not just a truck driver. Nope. Which I like to see that. I, I like yeah. seeing that. He's not everybody likes him, but it's nice to see that he's kind of. When given the chance to move up, he's he's had some success for sure. Yeah, tied with Austin Hill atop the points. I didn't think I'd see that um, as hot as Austin Hill started the season, but mm-hmm. and actually, uh, John Hunter owns the tiebreaker because he has one more victory than Hill. So I don't know. Nothing really stood out to me during this race. the The JGR teammates kind of had a. A disagreement on track. Uh, Ty Gibbs and Nemechek and Sammy Smith got into a little scuffle. Um, <laughs> I, I think that cooler heads have prevailed. Yeah. And uh, John Hunter did apologize to Ty uh, because it was it was John Hunter's fault. Um, but uh, I, again, I think cooler heads prevailed there. I wanted to talk about Justin Allgaier. Here's a guy that continues. To shoot himself in the foot race after race after race. So on Saturday, he leads the first stage green to checker. 30 laps, good to go. Comes down pit road, loses eight spots because he has a bad stop, and then battles back to second spot to conclude stage two at lap 60. Comes down pit road at lap 97, and a crew member 
jumps over the wall too soon, and he has to go all the way Mm. to the rear. Well, has to come down pit road for a pass through. And I think, I, I, I didn't confirm this, but I believe that his pit crew is one of the Hendrick Motorsports Cup crews. And to me, you know, that's kind of inexcusable. I get wanting to, you know, gain an advantage. But if you're pitting for a cup car on Sunday, I mean, don't you think you should know better? I would think so. So it's not really him that's shooting him. It's, it's the team that's well, shooting him in the foot. It is in a way. Um, but... Is it, not him driving in too deep to the box or anything like that. No. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, sometimes you just, they just don't have it together. And it's, a, I think it becomes a mental thing. You know, gosh, I hope I don't make a mistake. I hope I don't make you think about it too much and you psych yourself up. I don't make a mistake. Make a, and you make a mistake. Yeah. You know, and when it's going great, it's going great. When it's going bad, it's hard to turn it around. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Uh, it's a good way to lose a job. If you're on a crew. And it's a good way to not win a championship. Sure is. And he doesn't have a Xfinity title yet. No. He's come close a bunch. Doesn't, I mean, he's going to have to catch lightning in a bottle in the playoffs to overtake the two front runners. Yeah. You know, and some other guys. I mean, there's a lot of good, you know, it's very top heavy in Xfinity. It's not mm-hmm. as deep of a series as it's been in, in recent years, but uh, those at the top are pretty good. So yeah. um, it's, it's possible, you yeah. know. And then if he makes the final four, hell, anything is possible in Phoenix. Yeah, you know, just, and he runs just well in the last pit, pit stop. <laughs> you better get that one right. <laughs> yeah. So, of the notes that we compiled for Xfinity, did anything else stick out to you? Uh, no, not, I'm not not particular. I, I I wasn't able to watch a the, lot of this race, so uh, I don't have a lot of takeaways from the race itself. Uh, but. You know, kind of usual suspects at the top. Yeah. The 200th Xfinity win for Joe Gibbs Racing. That's impressive. That is impressive. I I know he's been in a long time. That's still a lot of wins. He's almost tied with the... I mean, does Kyle Busch have... Well, Kyle Busch has has the vast majority of uh, JGR's Xfinity wins. Right, yeah. um, Yeah. All right, let's talk Cup. Um, The Cup Series is just snake bit by weather. I mean, my goodness it has six or seven um, races this year dover got rained at least out. dover got rained out the 600 was rained out uh chicago had a <laughs> a rain delay that ultimately shortened uh the street course race and new hampshire was rained out and then on sunday they got 74 laps of the cup race in and then it was the rest of it was pushed to monday uh, Sunday saw some big hitters not even have to stick around till Monday. You had Kyle Busch, who got involved in a wreck. You had Chase Elliott, who blew a tire. Christopher Bell was involved in a wreck, but he battled back to finish 13th. I and mean... You mentioned uh, uh, Elliott, right? Yes, yeah. Elliott, Kyle Busch. Yep. Um, it, just some big names that you expect to run up front had problems. And it was interesting, uh, they were talking on the on the television broadcast, normally when drivers are racing side by side, it's the driver that's on the inside that loses air and gets loose and spins out. 
On Sunday, it was the opposite. At this particular track. Yeah, at this particular... Not at all tracks, but this, this right. one. Right. Yeah. On Sunday, it was the opposite. And there was really no explanation why. The racing was hard, and I think it was because they didn't know how much racing they were going to get in. But it's just interesting because Michigan's a big, wide, two-mile racetrack. And... You don't expect it to have more cautions than, say, a short track. No, you don't. No, you don't. Maybe it was the the, the, the track conditions. Could have been. The moisture I mean, in the air. I don't know. I know. Just, I know just humidity in the I air. Know so that, not that it was. It doesn't have to be raining to be wet. Right. I think the teams were thrown a bit of a curveball with the weather on Sunday. It was hotter on Saturday when they practiced. And I think they anticipated that the heat would stick around for Sunday. Um, but it didn't, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. Um, but six of the nine cautions were on Sunday. So that tells you how difficult the track was to handle. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had Chris Busher winning back to back races on your bingo card to begin the year, uh, go buy, go buy a, uh, yeah. Powerball ticket or something. A lottery ticket. Yeah. Ticket Absolutely. for the drawing tonight. Yeah, and Truex finally, you know, he finished second. But he, he, there was, and I was at work. I didn't want to catch, but he was coming, or he had slipped up, yeah. made a mistake, or something. And usually, when these races are run on Mondays, he Truex usually wins. Yeah, or well, he has once or twice already this year. Yeah, and they call him a Mon- Mon- Monday Martin. Mon- yep. Yeah. Well, and it was Busher's second victory on a Monday. Well, there we go. His first. Look at that. His first career victory. Uh, was it Pocono on a Monday? Just needs to race a little bit, take a break, and come back and finish it. Yeah. But um, nice sleep. the last 25 laps of that race were some of the best racing that we've seen all year. Truex and, and Bush are battling back and forth and back and forth. Truex took the lead at one point. Busher battled back, took it back. I mean, just incredible, clean racing. Truex had the dominant car on the day. Uh, had a bad pit stop in stage two, uh, but was still able to battle back and finish second. And I think <clears throat> the interesting thing to me is when you have the dominant car, and everybody in the garage, I think, knew that Truex had the dominant car. Everybody else knows that in order to win, they're going to have to make adjustments. But if you're James Small and Martin Truex, are you hesitant to make adjustments? I know I would be, just yes, because I would I think, not want to go the so. wrong direction. Yeah, I think you would be. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you won't. Yeah, right, <laughs> you, you don't want to overthink it, over trick it up, over, you know, adjust yourself into the back mm-hmm. uh, of the field for, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk playoffs for a second. Playoffs. Yes. Okay, Jim. <laughs> uh, the battle for sixteenth is a good one. Michael McDowell and Ty Gibbs keep flip-flopping back and forth, race to race, who's in and who's out. And Ty Gibbs, finished 11th on Sunday, has a three-point lead over Michael McDowell for the 16th spot. And a five-point lead over Suarez. It looks Daniel like I'm looking Suarez, at it right now. Yes, Daniel come Suarez scored, I believe it was the second or third most points of anybody on at Michigan. Yeah. He needed to. Yeah. Good for him. He did. He did. He had a good run. 
That is good. I, I had forgot. I did not realize it was that close, but that is intriguing. Yeah. And who? Okay. Who do? You, who would you? Who would you like to see out of that group? Gibbs, McDowell, or Suarez? Boy. Well, so, or who do you think? I guess we should stay um, non-biased. Yeah. Who thinks we'll get it done? And so Gibbs is in a Toyota. Right. McDowell is in a Ford. And, and Suarez, Suarez is, is in, in a Chevrolet. A Chevrolet. <laughs> yes. Adding even more intrigue to yes. it. Yes. So if you look at it, there's two road courses and there's Daytona. Mm-hmm. Three, in my opinion, kind of wild cards. Um, I like Gibbs on the road courses. I like, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. I'm going to say that Michael McDowell. That, that is a limb, but he's had a good season. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. The pressure's not going to get to him. And I just think that he's going to run well enough to get in. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with that. <clears throat> I think the edge just goes to Gibbs on Because his very first Xfinity win was on the Daytona road course. I think it was his first start or something mm-hmm. two or three years ago. So he is good on... And he's had a, I mean, first full-time year in cup. And I can't and argue with your point. I, so that's, that's <clears throat> but I think it's. I think it's between those two. I'd be happy with either one of the, and, and that's not to say I would be happy with Suarez winning, but no. Suarez, I think, Gibbs, because it's it's a good story being a rookie. McDowell, just because he's always the underdog. Um, Suarez just seems, out of those three, you'd think, a lot track house, a lot of funding. You've been doing it for a couple of years, Suarez, and you got old um, what's his name up there in seventh with a win. You think, well, that's you kind of should make it, shouldn't you, Daniel? So I think because of that, uh, Gibbs and McDowell will be a better story. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDowell was in last year. Ty, I, you know, I, I think Ty Gibbs will be in it, and I kind of would like to see Gibbs because McDowell was in the playoff last year, so he's had that experience. Uh, Gibbs has not, even though he won a tight. Cup playoffs. Yeah. But he and won would, the Xfinity title last year. And I would say for, you know, the underdog story is McDowell. I think Ty Gibbs is going to have plenty of opportunities to run for a cup championship. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the regular season title in the cup series is pretty much decided. It's Truex. He's got a 40 Two point lead, I believe, on William Byron. Yeah. So it what they both have what three wins or two wins? Does it does wins matter? Yeah, wins. Byron yeah. has four wins. Byron's Truex got four. Has three. Truex so has three. Does that put him above, or is it just based on points? As long as you uh, have a win, it's it, well, it's based on points, but they will seat them by the number of wins in the playoffs. So if Truex okay. ends up with more wins. He will be the number one seed. If Byron ends up with more wins, he'll be the number one seed. But that regular season champion is based on points. Just regardless of wins. And they get an extra 15 bonus points if they win the regular season title. Could you win the regular season without winning a race? Could you be called the regular season champion just based on points? You could. Okay, so it's possible. All right. Yeah. The wins only count towards you make the playoffs. Right. But the points determine the champion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What if you had? Um, well, I'm just that's just I'm just my mind's going crazy. Like if you had 16 winners, and then the 17th guy had more points than everybody so, else. So, so the regular season champion would bump the 17th winner out. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Look at that. I I knew he would have an answer. Yep. 
So okay, that's interesting. But, it's going to be fun to watch. And well, there's our there's our. We were looking for a third segment. Segment we just discussed. Uh, you, we yeah. created it right on the fly right, right there. So that was segment segment number one. Yep, and we already discussed the. Um, let's see what you call it. Uh, Allgaier. Yep. And yeah. Oh, and your other one was uh, the well another another uh, topic for playoffs was the. Um, you go ahead. Uh, the bat, the Xfinity battle. Yeah. So yep. Austin Hill and um, John Hunter Nemechek are tied at the top right now. Uh, Hill has the, or I'm sorry, Nemechek has the um, tiebreaker because he has five wins. I think we mentioned that a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at this point, I gotta believe Nemechek holds on to that. But you know, you do have to think we gotta go to Daytona. Uh, we got to go to the Xfinity Series has a few road courses. I give that advantage to Nemechek on the road courses. So I think Nemechek will hold on to that regular season title. I think so, too. I think you're right. Yeah. I would I would agree with you. I could make it just interesting by disagreeing with you, but I, I see it that way as well. Yeah. And I think he's just got a horseshoe up his rear end right now. So we talked, <laughs> For a, luck. We talked a little bit about if you had Chris Buescher on your bingo card. This was a segment segment. Uh, go buy a lottery ticket if you had him win in two races. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes, he and his teammate and owner, Brad Keselowski, are both locked in the playoffs currently. Uh, Brad needs a, or could use a win, but I think he's safe no matter what. How much of a factor do you think they're going to be in the playoffs? If Ford just hadn't been terrible all season, I'd say they'd be, you know, got to be put him up there in the top. I'd say they'd make the top eight. Um, but even with Ford not doing great, they've done pretty well. I mean, that is a resurged. Is there a better Ford team than them? Uh, it's not Stuart Haas. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe I, th- Kevin Harvick. Uh, yeah, my, but, I, that was going to be my caveat is Kevin Harvick. But mm-hmm. um, What are the other four teams? Uh, uh, Penske? Penske, uh, no. I don't know. No. no. I, I'd say yes. I mean, yeah, uh, two wins, back-to-back wins right now, getting hot. Yeah, and Keselowski's been close, man. Close. Yeah, he has. He should have. He should have won at Richmond and had a bad pit yeah, stop. Yeah, so I think they've got a lot of potential. I I don't think you count either one of them out, which I can't believe I'm saying that. No, I don't. And I know you find it hard to believe, you know, yeah. uh, with Keselowski, but doggone, I I I think it's yeah. I think they're definitely going to be be factors. I don't think yeah. I don't see how you can count them out. I really don't. I don't know if you can say there's a favorite. I mean, Trix because he's just running well. The team keeps me clicking, and they're not a Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm really excited to see what the playoffs hold for us. But if you had asked me a month ago, correct, I would have said Hendrick Motorsports is the favorite. I got to be mm, honest, they not anymore. St- they stink right now. They had a terrible day on um, sun, uh, Monday, whatever. Well, day. Larson was fifth. Larson was fifth. Larson was fifth. Elliot and Byron ended up in the garage. Yep. Wrecked. Mm-hmm. And Alex Bowman, I'm going to give you an amazing stat. Hmm. Does it involve his dogs? No, it does not. Okay. Do you know the last time Alex Bowman finished in the top 10? It seems like it's before he was a, before his, he was out with a concussion. April 2nd at Richmond. Hmm. 13 races since Mr. Bowman has had a top 10. I think he's still injured. Could be. Um, yeah, that's possible. But anyway. Or he just doesn't have the fire. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. There is a possibility that Larson and Byron 
are the only Hendrick drivers in the tops in the championship battle. Well, that's this a year. pretty decent two. It is. Um, it it is. is. And I, and that's okay. I don't need to see all four of any team. No. I like two here, two there, one here. Yeah. You know, I, I think any more than two just makes it. I, I like the. I like yeah. the. Um, the mixture. All right. So here's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Final segment. Segment here. Yeah. So this weekend is a crossover weekend. Uh, we're racing at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. NASCAR's Cup Series and Xfinity Series are going to be there, along with the IndyCar Series. And the IndyCar Series and the Xfinity Series are going to run on Saturday, and the Cup Series is going to run on Sunday. Does that make the weekend more interesting to you, or do you not care? Or Because to me, the fascinating no. thing to me is who's racing on Sunday, and we'll get to that in the preview. But in my opinion, if I was there, yeah, it would be more interesting because mm-hmm. I'd go to the IndyCar race, yeah. I'd go to yeah. the Xfinity race, and sure. then on Sunday I'd go to the Cup race. Yes, I'm not going to plan my day on Saturday around watching the IndyCar race. Nor am I. Because I'm not there. Um, So, to me, it doesn't really matter. Now, if we were going up there, oh, I'd be all over it. Um, Yeah. I would find it more interesting if they were all racing at the same time on the same track. (laughs) That would be... Kind of like a 24-hour endurance where you got all the different classes of cars. I don't think that's... I don't know. That would be crazy. I don't know that that's possible. Um, I don't think so either. But that would be interesting. Now, and yeah, to be there because we were there and Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun. Enjoy the trip. But no, like you, I'm not like, oh gosh, I got to watch all this because it's because they're not. It's not like there's going to be any influence on the cup race from the Indy race. No. Or on the Indy race from the Cup race, or because mm-hmm. it's all separate, and it's yeah. like it's just all separate events. But I think it's I think it was fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun for the competitors and the teams yes. this weekend. I think yes. it'll be a, just a phenomenal gathering of a lot of talent. Yeah, because, in one place because the IndyCar guys will go over to the Cup garage. Oh yeah, and then some of the IndyCar guys will probably stay over to Sunday and watch the Cup race. Absolutely, and the Cup drivers will. Maybe be on pit road watching the Indy cars mm-hmm. and how they, you know, it's not something we see all the time. And I don't, I don't know that we're going to see it next year because all signs point to the Brickyard 400 returning to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway yeah. Oval. Mm-hmm. So uh, pretty. Would cool. you like to go see that? Let's run one and let's see if the racing is better with the next gen car before mm-hmm. w- before I make that decision. Yeah, I'd like to go just because I enjoyed the trip. I, yeah, trip. that that's and I you know it's it's unique and different, but it was it such is. a that yeah the the performance wasn't great the last time they did it. So well yeah we'll see. All right, we'll see what happens. Let's do some picking. Okay, I'll try. I'll try, man. I'll try. <laughs> well, is is Almendinger running in the Xfinity race? Uh, yes, he is. Okay, so that's your pick. <laughs> I, well, you can have him if you nah, want him. I, okay, I, I, I've got, got, I got somebody else. I've got a backup pick. Now you go. Okay, let's you, let's walk us through this. All right. So, Truck Series racing at the Indian, or I'm sorry, the O'Reilly Raceway Park in Indianapolis. It's the little little short track across town. Grant Enfinger is the defending race winner, and this starts. This is hard to believe. This starts the Truck Series playoffs. Mm-hmm. And how many? So this yeah right. So, and so this it it starts at. So they're in, did um because I was looking, and then they pair it down to what? Yeah, so there's 10 that start, mm-hmm. 
And then after three races, so they'll run Indy. They cut it down to eight. Yeah, they'll run... Um, I'm doing math in my head, which is scary. Uh, they'll run Indy, Kansas, and Bristol. And Bristol, I believe, will be an elimination race. They'll cut it down to eight. Mm-hmm. And then they will run the next group of three and cut it down to four. And then it'll be the championship race at Phoenix. Okay. Um, so your your usual suspects are up there. Uh, Matty D made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Grant Infinger made the playoffs. Christian Eckes. So you've got you got guys that are going to be competitive. It's a short track. I'm going to go with Infinger to get the win. Okay. Well, because he would like to move on in the playoffs, and I think he's capable, and I don't think we picked him for anything in a while, but he's been had a pretty solid year. I would. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt De Benedetto. That team is running really well right now. Mm-hmm. They they yeah. they really are. I think yeah. they've gotten. And I don't want to jinx them, but you know when they last year in the start of this year they had a lot of gremlins, and you don't see that much anymore. So that's that's a good pick. I, I yeah, think. I th- I, he's right there. I mean, they're all they're all separated by twenty eight points. Yeah, from top to bottom. Yeah. So it's. It's a tight, tight group. I know those are play- playoff points and, sure. and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I think anybody's got a chance there. But yeah. I think he's going to be, hey, hey, I got a chance, man. I got a chance. Okay, let's go run hard and get get it done. But uh, yeah, May D is my, my yeah. pick there. All right. So the Xfinity series will be on the road course. If you want Almendinger, take him because no. I don't actually think he's going to win the okay. race. Don't. Um, I think he will. Okay. But I don't, I'm not going to pick him. Okay. But I just think it it just has, I could just see the celebration afterwards. Have oh. they had their baby yet? No, they're on baby watch. Okay, so that, uh, for that reason, maybe not. I don't think his mind will be, okay. his, his mind might be elsewhere. So I, that, okay. that, I think that will, uh, he won't be, he won't be 100% mentally into the race. Okay. Who are you picking then? Um, Sam Mayer. Oh, good call. Sam he Mayer. Won. Um, he won the last road course race, so that's that's a good pick. Uh, I am actually going to go with Ty Gibbs. Okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely, that's strong. I'm going to go with Ty Gibbs. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't blame you. For the cup race, and to me, this one's hard, because there's a lot of guys that you could pick. Who are you going to go with on a road course at Indianapolis? Me? Yes, you. Christopher Bell. Solid. Thank you. Um, because he needs to get into the playoffs. <laughs> okay. And because I think he's going to do everything in his power to do so, give me the dinger to go to victory lane. Okay. In the cup race. Yes. I thought you were going to say Chase Elliott. No. Because he also has to do everything. <laughs> he does. This is his chance he right does. here. does. Although Daytona, he just maybe everybody else will wreck. Well, Watkins Glen, I, I think if Chase is going to get it done, I think Watkins Glen is his best okay. shot. Okay, could be. So, um, all, right. all right. Well, the picking is done. Uh, restarts, I, I, I read something earlier today. So, restarts have been a big deal on the road course at Indianapolis. We've seen guys go down into turn one and just wipe each other out. Uh, Elton Sawyer said today that it is possible they could go to single file restarts. 
depending for, on for the road course for the road course depending yeah, on how aggressive i don't sure i'm fo- i'm okay with that that's yeah. fine so if you need if you can get around a ride get around a guy yeah so anyway i'm going to be watching restarts this weekend i think that's going to be yeah. compelling i hope i get to watch some of it um yeah it's going to be good and then we're not we're about a month away 5 weeks away from bristol yes september 16th, 16th. i believe yeah, yeah. And not going to Darlington for the first time in a couple of years. I, I hate that. I wish we were. <laughs> we, well, we had so many other things at the beginning. I know. And we are um, less than six months. No, or we're about six months away from Daytona. Daytona, are we? yes. Yeah, and we're going to that. Yes. Again. So yes. That, there, it's it's gonna be all right. It's gonna yeah, be okay. It'll be. It's gonna be okay. It'll be. Good. And then we got Martinsville at the uh, at the end. So yeah. yeah, we got two got two good ones coming up. NASCAR, please move the championship race back to Homestead. Yeah, Travis wants to go to Florida again. I do. He likes Florida a lot. He likes the warm. I do the warmness. Although it's really hot down there right now. Um, yeah, but it's not in November. It's nice in November. It was nice in the Airbanks. It was like eighties. Yeah. Well, you'd think it would be super, and it was warm, and the water was just. Phenomenal, refreshing. Okay. I, it was so. It felt so good. Um, what's your favorite kind of fish? Do you like fish? Not a fish guy. Not a fish. Not guy. a fish okay. guy. Um, Do you think we'll ever see a race on? And this, these are my Outer Banks related questions to NASCAR. So is this a, the is fish this... didn't? Well, ish, I, I guess. Okay. Do you think we'll ever see a combo race on like sand again, involving sand? We've seen on dirt. There's the sand just to cause too I, many. I think problems that, with the engines. Yeah, I think that ship has sailed. Okay. That'd be cool, though. Yeah. What was it? They raced on asphalt and sand at the same time. They, the road course in Daytona, they go sand and then dirt or yeah, something. sand. something. And, I don't know. that. What tires do you even put on for uh, that? Andrew Andrew was at those beach races. I We were not. <laughs> he was? Okay. No, no, I'm kidding. Andrew's that old. It's like no, uh, Moses, Methuselah, no, Methuselah. No, I'm kidding. He was not. Um, that but if know. he could have been there, he would have been there. Do you like oysters? I'm not a seafood guy. Okay. Well, my, that just went totally. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I, okay. I, I, I love. I love seafood. Okay. Yeah. Those are my. That's my green, white Outer Banks. You know what's have you Outer the um, Wright Brothers Memorial. Oh yeah, is a neat is amazing. That is it is really cool. Okay. So yeah, another more Outer Banks uh, tidbits and advice. Go check out the Wright Brothers Memorial in Kitty Hawk or Nags okay. Head. It's Kitty Hawk. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've got some NASCAR trivia. Right, that we'll do got? to finish things up. Okay, this I just pulled. This is an interesting question. I don't know. Oh boy, David I'm, Pearson. Okay. All right. Who sponsored? And this is multiple choice. Okay. Who sponsored David Pearson when he won his final race at Darlington in 1980? Was it Pure Later, Hawaiian Tropic, or Black Black Diamond Coal? I believe it was Pure Later because I think he was driving for the Wood Brothers. I think it was Pure Later as well. Okay, let's. I'm going to read some more off of this. I don't want to see the answers. Okay, <laughs> okay. so we're gonna, we're both going to say Pure Later. Yep. All right, and the next question is involving Donnie Allison. Oh, that's appropriate. Our, our new, yeah, it sure is. Who was the first driver? And this this question in itself is interesting. Uh, who was the first driver to win a race at Talladega from the pole? Was it Donnie Allison, Bobby Allison, or Davy Allison? I'm going to say Bobby. Okay. I'm going to say Donnie. Okay. All right. We'll have to remember these answers. I'm not writing them down. Okay. We'll, we'll just say that we're right. Okay. Where was the first... Oh, Michigan. This is appropriate. I can't believe I pulled this one out. 
Where was the first Winston Cup race held in the state of Michigan? Was it in Detroit, Grand Rapids, or Brooklyn? I'm going to say Detroit. All right, I'm going to go with Brooklyn. Okay. All right. What? <laughs> oh, boy, this is not I've good. never heard. Okay. Okay. What was Pioneer Driver Slick Smith's <laughs> real... Have what? you ever heard of Slick Smith? <laughs> no. Okay, his real first name. Was it... Jeez. <laughs> Winklemeyer? Oh my gosh. Was it Ebenezer or was it Alfredo? Uh, it's one of those three. <laughs> I'm going Ebenezer just because okay. that's the only one that kind of makes sense. I don't know. I got to go with Winklemeyer. All right. Okay. Let's see the answers. Okay. The David Pearson sponsor at Darlington 1980 was Hawaiian Tropic. Oh, we missed it. Okay. We did. Yeah. I thought they sponsored Donnie Allison. Okay. Or at least they did in that, when they got in a fight. I believe. All right. And the first driver to win from the pole in Talladega, Donnie Allison okay, in got, 1971. I got that one right. I got okay. that right. All right. Let's see. Uh, first Winston Cup race held in the state of Michigan was in Grand Rapids. We were both wrong. Oh. Weren't we? Grand Rapids. Sorry. And what was Pioneer Slicksmith's <laughs> real first name? It was I can't wait for Ebenezer. This. Oh, okay. You're right. So we both got one right. Oh, we got to do a tiebreaker. All okay. right, we it's one to one. All right, next card. Uh, that, okay, let's. Uh, da, da, okay, nah, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah, there, here we go. This. Who was the first Miss Winston? Here we go. The first Miss oh, Winston. Lord. Okay. Was it Marilyn Chilton? Was it Nonin <laughs> Holbert? Nonin N O N O N E E N. Or okay. was it? <laughs> this final name is Bebop Hobel. <laughs> I'm going to say Marilyn Chilton. All right. I got to go with Bebop. All right. Let's see. For the tiebreaker. I think he's probably right, Marilyn. All right. It was Marilyn Chilton. Okay. So Travis, Travis wins tonight. Okay. Great job. Two to one. Travis takes it. Well, I guess that episode 90. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. We've come places. Got over 10,000 total listens. Probably close to twelve thousand now. Last it was last it was ten thousand. Could we? And um, hey, if you know of anybody that might want to come on and talk with us about racing, if if you're a fan and just want to come on and talk to us about racing, we'd love to have you. We love having guests. We hadn't had a guest in a while, but I mean, we love talking to each other too. But yeah. guests are also fun. It's something different for us. It's something different for our listeners. So uh, let us know. Contact us blindspottingpodcast at gmail dot com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Or X, whatever the hell that's called now. I, I'm, I think I'm all. I, I miss the bird. I like the bird. Yeah. X is just dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can follow us on there at NASCAR Blindspot and on Facebook as well, which I think is at NASCAR Blind. Blindspot yeah. or Blindspotting a NASCAR podcast. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. Well, take us on out, Travis, as you always do uh, very nicely. Take all it right. Away. Well, enjoy the racing this weekend at Indy. Uh, our friends at Ramblin' About Racing will review it next week. Yep. And then you we that. will be back in a couple of weeks to discuss wherever we're going next. Uh, I think by that point, we will be reviewing Watkins Glen and previewing the Cup regular season finale at Daytona. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the racing, everybody. And until next time, have a wonderful weekend.